0: up y'all it's your boy metaphysic and this is kid luna and we came here today to do the damn thing you know we always do third coast Base radio season one episode five this month we feature badass producers by the way in mirrors and they came to do some real nasty <laughs>
1: I just need y'all of my feelings. Never no problem playing, no bitches. Never no problem spraying, no witnesses. No face, no cap with shit. I felt my face in know end. No no cash, no bread, no fucking bang. My gun, no shit, no gun. I can probably say when they shoot me my the we put an AK to and that's for eating got a problem with me. I'm tripping I'm back. the
2: On. I'm still here, cause the like hood, like about a sweet tea for Louis You ain't with the finish, nigga. Who you murdered You ain't right around, shot, gunny, shy, little nigga i little city. I,
1: I never, del- zo- T- never have them. I well no no yeah, so never I never I never have I never have I'm gonna let song, song
0: Yo, so that fucking mix was absolutely sexy as fuck, ultra-diverse beats, shit that I like. So I have Brent Panero on the line, otherwise known as By The Way. What's going on, man? Hey,
3: guys, how's it going?
0: All right, so I just want to get right into it, bro. Um, Just want to say that mix was everything I needed to hear this lovely Saturday. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So who's Brent? Who's By The Way? Um, what's your background, man?
3: Well, I really appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, well, I started making music back when I was about 10 years old, I guess. Um, uh, my family signed me up for Suzuki piano lessons, and in no time I was playing Mary Had a Little Lamb, like a bamf, you know? <laughs> nice.
4: Um,
3: but I, at that time I didn't really, really appreciate music, I would say. Um, but I got a guitar when I was like 12 years old. And uh that really started it off for me. So I guess I really started like making making music when I was about in middle school. I was a huge metalhead. Um I was super into like Screamo stuff, like under oath, Chiodos, August Burns Red, that kind of stuff. Um but uh that slowly kind of died off. And uh once I got into high school, I started playing in a blues trio, uh, played rhythm guitar and was like the front man. Um yeah, that was really cool. But I actually didn't really get into electronic music until probably my freshman year of college, uh, which seems to be a pretty common story these days. Uh, But I started producing actually on a bet. Um, I was a super huge live music purist for like a long time. I was like, they're just twisting knobs and, you know, clicking stuff on the computer. It's not, you know, it's not the same thing. Um, So my buddy was like, no, man, it's actually like really pretty difficult to do. And so uh, he bet me, I think it was like, five or ten bucks, he's like, I bet you can't make, you know, a deep house track, because I was, like, really popping off then, um, 2012, I guess, uh, the Disclosure settle album had just come out, and that's what we were talking about, so I tried, and failed miserably, (laughs) um, and after that, I just, like, I got hooked, man, I was, I was obsessed afterwards, and uh, I've been making beats ever since, but probably, like, really professionally, and, like, really trying to make moves for, like, the last year, two years, so yeah, that's me.
0: nice.
3: Man. Um, what was like cool. your
0: first um, I guess concert was it was it actually the disclosure album itself that kind of was like, damn this this kind of music is where it's at?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was a combination of stuff. I was like really into funk too. Um, so I was like into Grizz and grammatic and nice. all that jazz. Um, so it was like kind of a combination of that stuff. Now what I make now obviously is like very different. Uh, my taste has definitely evolved. Um, but yeah, like that's how I kind of got into it. Like my first concert like ever, uh, I think, I think it was, a, yeah, it was an under oath concert back when I was super young. Um, but my <laughs> first dance music show, like for real was actually, I think it was a Zed show at uh-huh. uh, south Southside ballroom. Um, which I, back in the day that was like, that was where he was at. He was huge and yeah. uh, we were all checking that shit out. It was really cool. But, uh because his his audio and visual setup for his shows back in the day was just like nuts so i was like holy crap like i gotta get into this stuff this is so cool you know because with live music like they have like lights and you know they have stuff that kind of like moves along with their set but it's not like a full audio visual experience so i was like yeah this is this is the shit you know so
0: most definitely dude i totally understand that um so all right. So let's, let's get into your mix. Um, I heard, you know, some house bass house influences. Um, let's just talk about your track selection and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I know they're all original, but let's just, let's get into them.
3: Yeah. I think about like around like 80% of those are unreleased. Nice. Um, cause I've been, I've been grinding for the last six months pretty hard trying to get, you know, a good portfolio of tracks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super influenced by, like, bass and G-House, like, quite a bit. Um, and uh, I really like the UK scene, too, for, like, breaks and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the first track I think I played on there was a non-release track that I did with the homie Greed. Shout out to him. Um, and I, I really love that song. Uh, and it's definitely very, like, G-House influenced, but I wanted to, like, kind of capture an ethereal, ethereal vibe to that. Um, so I'm a super huge fan of that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm mainly just like bass house and breaks oriented. Um, you guys, I'm sure you guys heard there are a ton of brakes tracks in there. Yeah. I have a two track EP supposed to be released on one of my favorite labels, but can't really say who it is because it's supposed to be under reps. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I really, I really am into like the break scene mainly, um, but I make bass house too, just because I'm one of those people that I can't like make the same style of stuff all the time. Right. Uh, I have to like switch it up because otherwise I get, you know, not creative and kind of bored with it. I'm kind of ADD that way. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, I I've thought that all the tracks that I put in there flow pretty well, but um, yeah, you guys will definitely have to see for the next year. I got a whole bunch of other stuff coming out. So okay. it'll be really cool.
0: Okay. Awesome. So you said you're mostly influenced by like the UK bass scene and G house and all that. Like who, Right now, who's your favorite artist where you're like, yo, I kind of aspire to like, you know, not necessarily like, I don't want to emulate this guy, but that motherfucker's doing it. And I really, I really enjoy yeah. his vibe.
3: Yeah, I mean, there, there are quite a few because I, I listen to the, like the full spectrum of dance music, even from Trap to House and Breaks. But for Breaks, I mean, obviously like Stanton Warriors, they make like the best like clubby Breaks and they've been around forever. They're like the OG guys. Um, but for like G house and bass house stuff, uh, I've been like really into uh, this EP that came out on confession by this guy Mysteria. Uh, that shit is wild, man. Like he makes some crazy, crazy bass sounds, um, that I'm like really into. I'm going to try and be, try and emulate a little bit of that kind of vibe and style. Some of my new stuff. Um, but yeah, I would say those two and, uh, Really love Yo Speed. He's he's actually a homie of mine. I've been talking to him online. He's from Spain, um, but he plays in kind of the UK break scene. And he's been released everywhere from Gold Digger to Punks, all those all those huge labels. Um, I really love him. And uh, yeah, and I'm also just like mainly influenced by a lot of the people that I hang out with and make music with. Definitely Brady Britton, uh, Greed, because I know you had him on there. Yeah. Uh, I'm super influenced by him. Him and I work like at least two or three times a week on music, so uh, I'm definitely influenced by his sound for sure.
0: Yeah, dude, it's always really nice to just have like a gang of people you can mess around and make music with and just chillax on it, you know? Yeah, 100%, 100%. So so I'm assuming, like Brady, you must be an Ableton head, right? Oh yeah,
3: hundred percent. That's I started with that, and that's where I'll stay till I die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that program, man. It's even just like aesthetically, that program is just sexy.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, man, uh, I've, I've messed around with like Pro Tools, Logic. I mean, Reason, everything, but I, I just keep coming back to Ableton, and I'm not sure if it's just the workflow itself, or even Cubase, with it has like a similar session view, but it just Ableton does it all for me, man. So like. If you could, all right. If you could do uh, or, or use one stock plugin in Ableton, and recommend that to other producers, what would it be? Oh, that's
3: that's a hard one. Yeah. Um, one stock plugin. Uh I mean definitely Operator. I would say true. Um, operator is just like sick. It's a super versatile um, plugin, and you can pretty much make anything from bass to you know, high, you know, higher pitch synths with it. And I really like that. Um, I'm really kind of obsessed with like sampling and resampling. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the time uh, I'll use probably operator for like my subs and like the fat low end that sits underneath everything.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, but most of my sounds have been taken from like a sample that I found and then resampled and then through like, you know, a shitload of effects on. <laughs> um, so yeah. And also I guess, that's that's yeah, that's a plug-in that I think I would recommend. But also just using like echo and actually looking in the reverb section of Ableton, because everybody just kind of throws the stock reverb on, I've noticed. And that's one thing that I will say that I'm like it's kind of a critique of Ableton, is that their their stock setting for reverb is like it's pretty, pretty bad in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh if you actually use like in the drop down menu if you actually use like some of the ones that are specifically creating like a certain type of reverb and sound, yeah. that, that shit can be so sick. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually I use the forced floor one. I don't know if you've used that one yet, but I, I've been yeah, getting yeah, some yeah. crazy sounds out of that one for sure. All right, yeah, so absolutely. what about, um? all right, you can only use one VST and that's all you can use. You can't use any other VST, you can only use Ableton stock plugins. What VST would you recommend? hmm it's hard
4: uh,
3: right? <laughs> yeah that's you're, you're throwing some hard ones at me um <laughs> just I use like such a such a broad range of stuff depending on what i'm trying to make um but i guess for like my main sound i i just use massive like massive is just super sick i mean i use both yeah. massive and serum um depending on what i'm trying to make uh but definitely massive i just like really like the the low end that that one creates uh, when you're ever you're making any type of like growl sound or or any type of crazy bass stuff, massive's like where it's at in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's super so. classic for sure. What do you think? Did you see that new uh, Massive X that's coming out by Native Instruments?
3: Yeah, I did see it. I haven't I haven't looked that much into it, but but I, I did see an ad for that the other day. Um, what do you know? What what they're putting in
0: that? Um, man, as far as I know, I I think they're they're trying to emulate Serum a little more. Um, I I didn't really uh, get into it much, but it's it's kind of just like you know, sometimes you got to stick to the classics. I I definitely love what the updated user interface looks like, but I just feel like they're kind of like they're pandering. But that i might, I might be wrong yeah. right about that. So we'll, we'll see how it is when it gets released.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they they did lose probably a pretty decent size of their business whenever <laughs> Serum came out, just because of the whole visualization of the synthesis process is yeah. super useful.
0: Definitely. So. And I am i don't know, I'm kind of like, Wavetable, you know, with Ableton 10, I, I really haven't used Serum in forever. I've been using Wavetable, and it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's a little limited, yeah. but it, it's still it's still pretty decent for sure.
3: Yeah, man, I, that that's that's what I've seen. Uh, a lot of my homies definitely use that a lot, and they've been able to create some like real cool stuff, even from just kind of the limited options that it provides you. Um, yeah, and then, you know, it's just it's all depending on what you're trying to make. Yeah, you know, it, it it changes the process.
0: So definitely, you feel as though I mean, do you feel like the DAW itself makes the track, or is it more so? And I ask everybody this, but you know, what do you what do you feel? Uh, about?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that to a certain extent, I think it does because of just like the changes in workflow and like where maybe icons are laid out in the DAW can definitely affect the way that you produce. Or at least when you're trying to learn how to produce on a DAW, for sure, it can affect that. But overall, I mean, all all of them do effectively the same stuff. I mean, I'm sure... Other people on this podcast have said the same. Yeah, um, they all like do exactly the same thing. It's just, I guess, it's the preference of like, I guess, how you write and uh, how you want to tweak things. And certain DAWs make it easier than others. Because um, I've I've never produced in Fruity Loops. That's like a completely foreign land for me. Because I'm a Mac guy. I've always been a Mac guy. So yeah. um, I've never had. Access to Fruity Loops, but I know from talking to several people that that's definitely a thing with a lot of different DAWs. Because I've I've used Logic, like Logic Pro 10 and uh, also Reason and uh, and Pro Tools. Pro Tools, I, my my thing with Pro Tools is like unless you're doing like live stuff, yeah. Pro Tools is is kind of it's it's it makes things a lot more difficult than I would say Ableton does, or maybe even FL or uh, yeah, it's or Logic. Not
0: electronic music um, friendly for sure.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Especially when you have to do like any type of automation in there. It's mm-hmm. you have to like draw it and make sure it's like the curve is perfect, otherwise it'll sound pretty wonky. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think I think to to summarize my answer there, because I know I said a lot, uh, I think it's it definitely depends on where you're at in the production process, but overall each job will will do what you need it to do. It's just, you know, it's preference. So
0: totally understand that. Um so, how do you feel about like hardware versus software synths? I know you said you use Serum and Massive a lot. Have you ever used any analogs uh, synths at all?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I love Moogs. Uh, that's that's like one of my favorite favorite hardware synths. Um, like a sub fatty, you can get some crazy stuff. Uh, actually, Greed um, Brady, he recently got one, so I've like really delved hard into that, and that stuff is stuff is so crazy you can do some cool stuff um but yeah i, I don't really use hardware that often just because i'm always trying to be able to produce as easily as possible no matter where i'm at
4: yeah
3: um and so you know carrying around hardware really isn't conducive like <laughs> you know if i have a spare minute here or there you know i like to be able to just hop on and yeah. do everything um but you definitely can get like a crazy amount of sounds if you use hardware for sure and You know, if you have a full studio set up and you're not one of those people that likes to go out and produce while you're out, you know, places, um, yeah, it's definitely super cool.
0: Yeah, dude, I've been looking at the um, at the sub fatty and then the subsequent thirty seven because I have a minilogue right now and it's it's really awesome for like atmospheres and pads and stuff. But I've been trying to look to get that gritty gritty bass crunchy sound and everybody keeps saying sub fatty or sub thirty seven, so I'm totally you know, window shopping right now for sure. Yeah,
3: 100%. 100%, yeah. And that's another thing. There's just like a huge, huge price barrier for a lot of people to get into, you know, hardware, analog stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm um, just because
3: like, Moog is proud of their stuff and, you know, justifiably so.
0: They're so, like, yeah, we need you to pay yeah. rent for one of these. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly, man. Exactly.
0: All right. Yeah. So if you could give yourself advice 10 years ago um, in regards to you know, music production, what would you give it? Or any advice you want to give to up-and-coming producers? Um,
3: uh, I think 10 years ago, any advice I would give probably wouldn't have resonated very well just because of my perspective on music. Yeah. Um, but when I first started making electronic music, my advice to myself would be just finish songs and, and stop complaining about the minuscule details and not finishing songs because one part doesn't sound hundred percent perfect. Um, because, you know, part of, part of learning how to produce is, is really just like learning how to go through the whole process of like from start to finish of creating a song. Um, cause I used to produce from, you know, kind of the beginning of the track to the end and kind of write it like a story. Um, mm-hmm. but I found myself a lot of the time, you know, kind of losing the vibe that I was trying to go for before I even got to the drop. Um, So probably finish songs and write from the drop out. Uh, That's my advice to myself. And I guess that also kind of cross applies to new producers Um, because, you know, in today's dance music, not that everything should be about the drop, you know, everything else should sound, you know, really sexy and elegant. But um, I think that it's really important to have your drop sound, you know exactly how you like, and starting off with that as like the frame of reference for everything else in the track um, makes
0: it a lot easier for sure. Definitely, so. man, that's actually really good advice, bro. Um, all right, so I'm sure you, you, you know, you say you that you produce with uh, Greed Brady, and um, I'm sure you produce with other people. If you could recommend maybe one or two producers to hop on Third Coast, um, who do you have in mind? Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I would say uh, you should definitely get a uh, Claire on here for sure. Nice, okay. Um, cause that girl has serious chops. Like she's, I think to a certain extent, she's kind of underrated. Like she just released this track called my neck, my back. It's like a flip of, uh-huh. uh, her name's escaping me of the original artist, but, um, that that song freaking slaps, and that girl has massive chops. So I would definitely recommend her. Come on, okay. Um, and then maybe uh Zero Trash. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's got a Chicken Soup remix that's just like super tight and really just like nasty. It's so dope. Uh, but yeah, he's from the UK and he's part of the Incursion Records crew. Which uh, maybe later this year I'm supposed to be having a remix coming out for them. But definitely him because that guy's that guy's sick. So. Oh, yeah those would yeah. be my two recommendations.
0: yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to reach out to Claire and uh I'm gonna look up zero trash and see if we can get him on too after I listened to a couple of his tracks. um so you said that you yeah. had uh, an EP coming out and um some other projects in the works. so you excited for 2019, man you feel like you're gonna gonna make some moves or what?
3: Oh hell yeah man I'm gonna get that toast make that <laughs> yeah. you know make that bread this year.
0: Fuck yeah, man! Hundred percent.
3: Yeah, I got, I got already like you know three or four tracks lined up for releases, and I'm just trying to keep stacking onto that. Um, my goal is to make probably at least like 15 to 20 tracks this year that gets signed and released out. But we'll see if I if I hit that
4: goal. So
0: nice. So um, if anybody wants to find you on any social medias, fucking MySpace, Django, whatever, What, where, where can they find you? <laughs>
3: um, I don't know if they'll be able to find me on MySpace or Zanga. Uh, I think I may have deleted those a while ago. But um, any, any social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, all that, it's just you know, that website, backslash, by the way, bass music. So it's BTW bass music, no spaces, no letters, no funny business. Um,
0: So, yeah, you can find me on pretty much anything at that. Awesome, man. Well, it was great to have you on Third Coast Bass Radio, bro. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know that you're in the studio trying to make some tunes right now, and I really appreciate you just taking the time and talking with us and talking to all the producers out there listening. Thank you, man yeah man of course thanks so much for having me on sweet bro we'll talk to you here soon
1: We didn't ask you here this evening to criticize you for the. <laughs>
2: Getting a blast off. Oh, car yeah.
0: was awesome as shit we got mirrors in the building composed of owen and kwan what's up y'all what
5: up dude how's it going
0: chilling chilling all right so let's just hop right into it man that mix was fantastic um let's tell the audience just a little bit about who you guys are what's your background um when were you born what time what day you know that type of shit
5: (laughs) What time and what day? I know. I'm like really specific. I, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I can I can give you my I can give you my my sign, but that's about I don't know like the moon, like specifications and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> um But yeah, dude. No, I'm, I'm in my, I go by Quantize. Um, I've been doing music for. Uh, for a while, I guess. I, mean, I started playing clarinet when I was in middle school and then just kind of transitioned over to that. Um, I was born November, uh, November 6, 1995 uh, in Austin, Texas. You know, my family lives down there shit, so I go visit them. Um, yeah, and then I'm Owen. I go by like Tano as my other musical alias. I'm, I'm kind of the same. I was in like band. I play trumpet though and I've been doing like producing for or five years now it's fun yeah yeah it's from Allen
0: shout out Allen Allen Texas saw so <laughs> it up so far there
5: <baby. laughs> nice Sorry. Right. Like, cracky stadiums but anyway yo thanks for having us on show, by the way I appreciate you, you giving us the opportunity to throw a mix on there and you know talk a little bit about our project
0: yeah, dude, no problem at all, man um, I mean, as far as, you know, I've been knowing you guys for a while now And you guys l- consistently just been putting out fucking good music, man And it's just always been super fire So I'm just glad that you guys could take out the time to, you know, sit down for this interview um, So let's let's talk about the uh, the mix um, Was it all mires or, or I'm sorry, Mirrors, was it all all that? Or was there a little bit of Toto and a little bit of Quantize, like half and half? How did you guys go about doing that? Putting that together, what songs are on there? Um,
5: there's like definitely a bunch of unreleased um Tato, some unreleased mirrors for sure, of course. And then just like some other songs, some other artists that we just like pretty much. So yeah, it's like I'd say it's um probably like seventy five percent our stuff on there. Okay. Awesome, awesome.
4: Yeah, I'd say like the majority of the stuff um, we put on there was this upcoming stuff from me and him and, um, and a, a couple of the new tracks we had, um, I guess,
5: upcoming. Uh, but the cool thing about, I guess, in this project is we've been just kind of like, you know, we've been making music for a while, but, you know, this one we just kind of make whatever comes, you know. Like, with no no real, like, like genre goal in mind, we just make whatever really comes. You can hear that in some of, like, the the last track we played there. We uh, started one called After Party that's coming out soon. And, um, you know, it's just, like, you know, it's it's vibes there until the very end. It's kind of like what you want to listen to after you get home at, like, 3 a.m. And just kind of want to chill out, you know, do, do whatever, pass out, watch a show or, you know. We kind of has those vibes and that's what we kind of just go around to where we're feeling i feel like the direction of our project is like unique like the direction of it is no real direction it's kind of like we just make whatever because
0: we feel like why not you no know? no definitely and that's kind of what i was going to segue into it seemed like you guys don't necessarily have a, a general direction path um in regards to um i guess like your inspiration in starting this project you know i, I know you guys have all always worked on a bunch of tracks together but what was kind of the, the turning point in, um, all right, so we're going to develop our own collaboration name and project and, and do that. You know, what 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 inspired that?
5: Honestly, man, it was pretty simple. Like, we would just chill all the time and make music and beats together. And it's like, okay, we can't just keep, like, releasing,
0: like, a hundred Tato, Quanta, Quanta titles, <laughs> So, like, we should just make a collab. Definitely, definitely. And, um like... <laughs> it's like, fuck it, guys. We make music all the time. Shit, keep it rolling. Um, so what, um, I guess, next question is, like, who, what What artists is, are you guys listening to now that kind of inspires um, the music that you guys are creating now? I mean, I, I feel like you guys definitely have your own unique soundscape, but are, are there any artists currently that you're fucking with that's just like, um, we kind of aspire to, you know, kind of be like them.
5: like, that's honestly a really hard question because we listen to a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, like, I just try to take, like, inspiration from, like, everywhere, you know? Uh, I guess, like, I feel like more than, like, having a set of group of artists that I'm listening to currently, I'll have, like, a set group of, like, type of tracks, if that makes sense, from just, like, random people. That I or, like, a vibe, like, I don't know, like, like last week I was, um I was... Listening to a lot of like neo neo jazz soul because it just like felt really like right for the mood you know and I'm I'm here shouting I like the yeah the uh, Rob Araujo uh. A R A U G J O because like he makes some of those like smoothest kind of like neo funk jazz that, that you've ever heard basically and it's all like keyboard driven you know and like sometimes yeah. you're just in that mood and sometimes you're in that you know yeah quality goods records type kind of thing. yeah I guess I guess if you like wanted like actual names like you say like labels that we like to listen to like raw like stuff and quality goods or like my house collectors like, course like Ricky Sand. yeah you know, like Ricky Sam is like on our stuff a lot of like I'd say virtual space races, and a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah they're what does that thing. Right. I don't know if, uh, if you've heard of, um you pedestrian tracks? That's in tactics. Tactics,
0: sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's really him out. For real? Yeah, I don't think I've heard of pedestrian tactics before. Is that a group or is that a singular character? dude, man.
5: like dope. out of Seattle, I think. And he makes some of like the cleanest sounding. Like, yeah. Oh, his his track was a re it's not redux. Is it? It's like Red Death. Red Death. R E E F. Yeah. Dude. Oh, that one is just an absolute like. It's an absolute, we didn't even put it in the mix either. We should have, but yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely, you know, some of those, like, underground,
0: not really underground, but, like, dudes who are, like, really, you know, kind of just making whatever feels like I feel it, like yeah. they just, like, make what they want, and they do it very well, yeah. but guys like that, we, like, do, you know. Bet that's super sick, man. Um, So, I guess, <clears throat> you know, you guys, you formed a group, You you know, you love making music together, um, what what do you guys, you know, mostly produce in? I, literally everyone I've talked to has said Ableton, so I'm assuming that's the same thing with you guys too, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, Ableton.
0: Ableton gang? Yep. I feel like Skrillex had a lot to do with that because, you know, he was the one who first
4: one was like, yo, real, first one was like, yo, really, check this out, though. Yeah. And everybody was like, hopped
5: on the Ableton trains. I, I think all of them are pretty good, honestly. I don't really knock any one of them. I mean, each do their own different things well. And kind of just, I still got some cool built-in, like, like plug-in. Yeah, and, like, it's got some sauce and sauce, but, you know, yeah. everyone has their own, like, creative, like, workspace and stuff, and so, I mean, I, I like Ableton the best, but I mean, I've also used it forever, so I mean, I've also used a little bit of Free Loops. To me, Ableton just seems like it's easy to just, like, kind of do, like, it, it, it seems just, like, easier to be creative And I don't know. It's kind of like the way you can kind of, like, mess stuff up and it easy good. way. Yeah, right. It's like a video games open map, you know. Yeah, it just feels very
0: open world. <laughs> okay. I can totally see that. So, in a in a mirror's track, what is your your go-to stock plugin? Like if you could cancel out all of them and then use only one, which one would you use? Stock
5: plugins? Yeah. Like what you, like like DST or like, no, like, like no, Ableton Ableton like, stock. stock. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Ableton stock plugins. Ableton stock plugins? um I mean, I guess like the one that I think is most fun for sound design would be operator. But like my favorite thing to do with
5: Ableton, I guess this isn't like a plug in, but just like the resampling mode. Yeah. And then like the warping mode too. Because sure. like you can save a bunch of sounds and just infinitely resample and and do something it's you know, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, sampler and sampler yeah, I mean, are like a powerhouse. A like complex, the like texture, and like tonal, and they all have different kind of like adjustments you can make them
5: that really gives the sound a different. Like it really like, changes the sound and like it's fun how to do a lot of the stuff. And so it's fun to mess around with
0: that. Right, and let me ask you. Like, um, I mean, did you guys start on Ableton? Uh, I know you guys said you had a, a somewhat of a musical background, but was that the first doll you picked up? Um, did, was it all self taught, or did you guys kind of go to an academy, or like what you know? What's that what's that story? Um, self
5: taught for both of us
0: for sure, yeah. as far as
5: like the Ableton goes, and then yeah, Ableton. Well, like I started trying to like do stuff on GarageBand and then quickly learned, like, you know, what I want to do as a software and do the best for it, and then I went to Ableton, yeah, and when I like got serious, I guess. You know, I started on virtual DJ, but it didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. Yeah, I was like trying to do remixes and that really <laughs> really thinking that my people made remixes and I'm like,
0: dude, how are they just like spinning it differently? You know, like, but, like, yeah, I just spin it left in order to get the what sounds. They we were just spinning it right. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> nice. All right, so um, check it. If you guys could give yourself advice 10 years ago, what would it be? Because I know you guys, you've been making a splash all over the Texas local scene. um, um, fucking Toto, I know you had a, a, a track with 1788L. Kwan, you've had multiple success stories with the, all of your tracks. I mean, like, if you could go back and give yourself advice 10 years from now, what would it be? Uh, it's kind of tricky, because I feel like I still don't know really what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> but I guess it would be, like,
5: just try to be an original as possible. Yeah, you yes. had don't like, cause it's it's easy to let. I feel like it's easy to let like yourself be swayed by whatever's trending right now in music or whatever sounds people think sounds good or people like get hyped to at a show or you see like, damn, I want to make that, but like. Oftentimes, I feel like the best music comes out when you're trying to be the most authentic, really, and when you're just really flowing in and feeling it. I mean, I feel like we've sacrificed that a lot to be able to get the fattest bass or something like that sometimes when we make shit. I mean, you do have to, like, figure out how to do things. Like, popping people is a good way to start. Yeah. Like, figuring out how to do things, but don't, like, just have your own style. I feel
4: like it's just more, like, probably one of the most important things, I feel like. No, yeah i don't know no, no. No, to be
5: honest I, I wish i could i, I yeah would throw me that question 10 years in the future because i feel like we're always still so growing you know but yeah. definitely you know keep an eye at it don't you know i get a lot of distractions and you know gotta stay focused you know gotta get that if it's not that quote-unquote bread or soup as we like to call it yeah or you gotta you know
0: let's get this this soup boys yeah <laughs> have fun with it dude like having fun with it is so important otherwise that's also awesome. true yeah i've had like People tell me, like, from their experiences, like, if you're not having fun with it, like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. And do you guys feel like, you know, with this collaboration project, like, you're you having the most fun? Um, I mean, like, how long does a typical collaboration session last? Do you guys ever feel like, shit, this is kind of getting Weary or like, how how does that work out with you guys? Because I've collabed with a few people, but it's always just been like, you know, file sharing for the most part. So, I
5: mean, sometimes we like. Well, actually, we have incompatible like versions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every time we work up, you know, like, we have to be like, on, like
4: chilling,
5: making up, yeah. But dude, like it's hard to say. Like sometimes, like we'll come chill for like an hour maybe and get like a bunch, or sometimes we'll spend like three hours and mm-hmm. trying to like change one sound and then just fucking around, around and chat yeah like yeah you, you never really know like that's the thing like I feel like people get like a weird misconception that like a musician can just sit down and like scoop out like an amazing track and like an hour. like I mean you can but it, it just it doesn't happen all the time I think it seems like that's unpredictable it's yeah. what's fun about it it's like you never know it's like you could because you can't sit down for like an hour something. you have flow you really do yeah and if you like if you go you don't. So like fishing time you know you can be
0: like really prepared but sometimes it's more like true yeah it's it's always been it's been like awkward and and you definitely learn a lot about the other person's habits as well you know it's uh, but I, I find comfort in the awkwardness sometimes. I love it. We, we've got it down to a
5: science now, right? Like, we used to kind of like try to like critique each other while we're working. But what we'll do is we'll just take turns and one of us awake. like, you just got to switch. And so one of us is smash <laughs> in the back, like ignoring the other person
0: straight up. Right. That's fucking dope. So, um. We only beat each other sometimes. Say what?
5: We only beat each other.
4: Yeah, it only, it only turns in on the fist fights like <laughs> half the time.
0: It's not too bad. And we don't really use like stuff that's like metal or anything. It's mostly like plastic chairs and like hammers. Yeah. So just don't leave. Yeah, You don't leave any marks. That that's the <laughs> that's the secret right there. Um,
5: well, I mean, I can't really see them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> wh- what do you guys feel about twenty um, nineteen? Like, where do you envision yourselves? Shit, this month is already almost over and I'm 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 not understanding how. I literally just damn near blew myself up with fireworks on New Year's, but like what what do you what did what do you guys see for this year, you know, in the mirror is like what what do you wanna do? I mean
5: we, we kinda just wanna I mean, Mirrors is still a small project now. So right now, I mean we kinda just gotta keep grinding and pushing forward, just releasing content, get people like looking at us, you know, stuff like that. I don't think anything, I mean, like, I don't expect anything super, super huge, but I definitely expect this to grow, like, we'll probably play more shows around here. Yeah, uh, you know, playing some more shows, definitely, uh, you know, let's have some more tracks, making, you know, keep rolling for that big fish that, you know, if you keep producing, eventually you come up, come across something yeah. that you produce is going to be just awesome, you know. Um, I don't know if y'all heard, we definitely put it in there, or, or a little, uh, we are just having fun making a little uh, virtual self remix um, with, we made a little Eon, Eon break one that one was super quick you know like mm-hmm. you were asking about how, like how long it takes that one took like literally one afternoon or one night like a couple hours and it was basically done yeah and I mean that one was I, I mean I still I love, I, mean, I love listening to that one and like I guess it's like you do want to have the goal of like listening you want to be able to listen to your own music and not have it get sick of it and it's hard when you're making it because you're not hearing it over and over and over and over again but like Every so often you get a track of like dang I love healing hearing this one over and over Yeah, No matter what, which is Oh no, when you're when you make music you listen to your own stuff like it's you know, As you know yeah. You, know, <laughs> like like, you make stuff you like, of course you listen to
0: it. I don't know why people think that's weird either. Like oh
5: you listen to your own stuff like, Yeah, of course I do. All the time.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> right, what I like. Yeah. It's about shit, you're listening to it now, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that's that's super dope. So, um, if you guys could recommend anybody for Third Coast based Radio, I mean, damn, we've pretty much got all the Dallas homies knocked out. Um, but is there anybody else on the list that you guys can think of or possibly send in our way that we can talk to, get their music online?
5: Um, yeah. um You've already talked to, like, Typo, right?
0: Yeah. Right we've um, had Typo, Typo Greed, right now, right? Nick... Fucking all the homies, <laughs> Nick P. Yeah, we'll probably go to get on if he wants to yeah. do it. Uh,
4: fucking. I used more local people that we that
0: we like. I've got I've got my buddy who goes by um Schmoop. He might
5: be down to do it. Check him out. some cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. I can send you his like. Shmoop did he poop? Who else doing now?
0: <laughs> Bet. get junk food
5: up there. Oh yeah, you need to get junk
0: food. Oh shit! You know we haven't even reached out to Richard, man. I um, sh- yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, give him a call. Um. Yeah, get some junk food. And then I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of like, you know, there's a,
5: there's a bunch of people really like doing some. some yeah, yeah. Life. Um, what about Austin? Yeah, put him
0: on here and, uh, uh yeah, Austin <laughs> was actually on the first episode. Oh uh,
5: okay, I thought, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. We. That dude makes cool
5: stuff too. Yeah. Austin's a cool dude. His mixer there was big.
0: Yeah. His his um his Shout sound design is ridiculously good. Shout out Austin, man! Like, it's off the chain. But, um, <clears throat> for sure. all right. So, if, if, um, if people wanted to find your social medias, um, I mean, you guys can plug in your individual socials, you can plug in, uh, your collaboration project. It's totally up to you. But if somebody wanted to find you online, uh, where could they look? Um,
5: I think, like, I mean, we're pretty much, I think we have all social medias for me. We have a Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I think it's all at Mears Feast or Mears Music. Mears spelled M U R E S. Okay. Yeah, um, it's at MearsBeats for SoundCloud, definitely. Check uh, the Twitter. The Twitter is MearsBeats also. Yeah, I think it's on all at MearsBeats. Yeah, it's all at MearsBeats. Yeah, Mears Gmail, MearsBeats at gmail.com. Yeah, it's all the
0: same. Send this stuff. Nice. Yeah, dude, I remember when I first made my damn project, my shit was like just so many different names and i realized that's that's not gonna work so i'm glad you guys got yeah you got a, yeah yeah sure. that, that's why we did before
5: i think i'm at yeah it's, it's kind of dumb because i want quantized dj on twitter and i think everything's quantized dj actually i, mean, I think that up a while ago so yeah follow us and you know check out our stuff
0: yeah Bet all right, so yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys once again for taking the time out, man. I know you guys are trying to hop back in the studio and do the damn thing, but uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on Third Coast Based Radio. Um, hopefully this episode. Oh, yeah, it was fun. appreciate you for having us Yeah, thanks. Hell yeah, man! This is episode five, so we should be getting syndication on Spotify soon. So, um, and that'll go back to episode one. We're gonna try and get this on all platforms sometime this year. But, man, uh, you guys, really the shit that makes with something something sexy, man, for sure. And um, thank hey, you hey, once hey, again. All hey. right, uh, thanks, thank
5: you. Um, yeah, I appreciate you having us on again. And, you know, well, I look forward
0: to working with you and whatever stuff, man. We're always down. Fuck yeah, appreciate it, guys. Yo, so there you have it, y'all. Third Coast Space Radio, Season 1, Episode 5. Just a reminder to go ahead and follow us and the artists that were showcased. You can follow us on any platform, Third Coast Base Radio. Be sure to check out the artist pages as well. And they were previously mentioned. Just want to thank you all for your time. Yo, have a blessed day. Peace.